Welcome in, Wednesday afternoon. Your host, Three Willie, Willie Bush, two-time champ. Uh, new year, 2020. We got a new name, but we're still the same pod. We are the Peach Basket. You've tuned in. It's the peach season. Watch your peaches. All right, we got a, a little welcome back episode. It's been a month or so. Um, kind of got sidetracked with the holidays here, but we're back. NBA season is full and swing. Football season ended. Let's just let's talk about talk about that real quickly. Joe Burrows, congratulations! Hell of a game in the championship game. Saw a couple things on Twitter. Joe Burrows as a franchise quarterback over Lamar Jackson. In the NFL, people are smoking crack out there. Bad drugs are bad for you. They mess with your brain. Um, Derrick Henry. My goodness, that man is phenomenal. Single-handedly being the Patriots, the Ravens. Does he have the Chiefs in him? Let's see. Saw a pretty funny thing today. Matthew, the safety for the Chiefs, said they tried to tackle Henry. Felt like they felt like he broke his chin. Yikes! Good luck. I think I say uh, for a lot of people here, root for the Titans. Kind of funny. I went in Nashville, watched those guys play with Mariota, and he they did not look good. That was a bad team. Lost to the Bills. Uh, go Bills! Uh, but man. They turned it around, and they are legit, man. They are legit. Hottest team. Hottest team in football right now, you got to think. Hottest team. Maybe a little money line bet on him this weekend. Uh, one last note about football. Blitz all night. Two-time champ. Suck it, bitches. All I have to say. Uh, quick message here. Um want to thank one of our sponsors, Bonch, for totally screwing with your team, leaving the Colts D on the bench. Thanks. Drew Locke's my boy. He would never let you beat me. Thanks again for that, Bonch. Better luck next year. All right, jumping back into the NBA here. Here we go. Got some juicy topics, kind of some hot button topics. Kind of been bouncing around the league a little bit. Um, Kind of funny, I just looked at some of my notes here. And a couple players we're going to talk about today um, are kind of a couple players that Stephen A. Smith talked about the other day. I don't know if you saw that clip or not. Basically saying the Lakers should trade Kuzma and a pick for Devin Booker. Oh, man, you kind of wonder if Stephen A. Smith is in touch with reality anymore. That's just insane. Insane. Anyways, um, that's going to lead us right back into our guy Kuzma. Kuzma, 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 Kuzmania. One year removed from phenomenal rookie season. Or maybe it was two years ago. Anyways. Um, Kuz has an interesting year. Hurt to start the year. Um, what the hell is this guy doing? God. Get out of the road, idiot. Um, Kuz is... Uh, little bit of a slow start. I think expectations were high um, because of what we've seen from him. 
but also because he was the lone piece left in that Anthony Davis trade, which would indicate to you that um, they expected value from him. They expected big things. Um, and so I think a lot of factors play into the Kuzma deal. Yeah, the I don't know what you call his fashion look, but he looks like uh, what's Ruby Rose from... Uh, uh, that Chris Tucker, that uh, Bruce Willis movie. Like, what is this guy wearing sometimes? He's out of control. Um, man, that's blanking my right now. That's kind of bugging me out. That movie's kind of fun to watch. Um, you, he's, he's got the Hollywood thing for him, for sure. I think that's obvious. He kind of fits in with that. Um, I don't It's just interesting to me. Anyways, um... But here's the thing. Do you trade Kuzma? I, I don't know. Like, what do you? What can you get for Kuzma? What's worth it in exchange for Kuzma? What value, what young asset are you going to get for him that's of equal or more value? Like, that you think, like, who? I don't, I can't think of really any names off the top of my head. The team would be willing to trade for Kuzma basically straight up based on what, Assets the Lakers have. I mean, you can trade them to, I don't know, one of those lower bottom teams, but like, is that something the Lakers even want? Um, I guess my point is, I don't know that I'm willing to trade Kuzma yet um, for a couple of reasons. So, um, Kuzma is going to be a restricted free agent in 2021. Uh, essentially, that's LeBron's fourth year with his with the Lakers. His last year, that four-year contract. Obviously, it's a player option, but we're just going to assume, for argument's sake, that that goes as planned. That he opts in, is back for the Lakers one more time. Hopefully, by that year, going for a three-peat. Um, what's that going to put LeBron at? Almost 40, 39, maybe. Um, year 19 um now real quick on LeBron I think he's uh proven a lot of people wrong by what he's done this year I think he's a little re re, uh rejuvenated having the guy of Anthony Davis's caliber helps a lot um but he's still playing a lot of men's doing a lot of things um but realistically here um I think it would be foolish to expect that in those two years. Um, so where do the Lakers go at that point, right? Hopefully, again, we're assuming a lot of things here. Uh, Lakers are able to sign AD to the ultra super duper max that he's up for this year, whatever it is, for basically winning the lotto. Uh, $400 million, I don't even know. It's just ridiculous. Anyways, that would be the plan, to have AD back right kind of changing of the guards at that end of LeBron's contract so essentially you're you're looking you're looking at the year before LeBron's last year you got AD as your main piece you're going to need some other pieces and so i think Kuzma's had a hard time adjusting to that for lack of a better term, sixth man role. Don't necessarily that he is that guy right now in the season can be. I think he's he's had a harder time adjusting to that. 
but I think he can really flourish when he's one or two option. I think evidence the game in OKC where he looked phenomenal. Um, I think, you know, I think he has that potential to be someone capable. Now, the uh, improvement needs to take place, yes. Um, but I think when I think you, I think the Lakers would be wise to if it financially works out, free agents market Kuzma's deal doesn't cost something astronomical. But I think it's worth investing maybe a year or two after he's done, see what he looks like in that role with AD. I think there could be something there. Um, you know, obviously I could be completely wrong with this. Probably not, but I could be. Um, but we've seen Kuzma flourish. Long summer playing with Team USA. Again, his foot issue at the beginning of the year. We're about halfway through now. You've seen glimpses, kind of like he's almost got his rhythm back. And he's a little bit different with LeBron this year, you know, and AD. Um, so I, I don't know that I'm necessarily saying don't trade Kuzma, but I'm also not saying trade him. I'm, I'm, more, on, I'm more inclined to keep him and see where that goes. So that, whether that happens or not, see what pieces, what people want, things like that. Obviously, if there's a... If someone offers a trade that is beneficial for the immediate future, I think you have to pull that trigger, ride out these last few years of LeBron and AD, and win some rings. Um, so that's those are my thoughts. Kuzmania, keep him. All right, interesting debate. Shai Gilgris Alexander, John Morant, Trey Young. Pick an order. One, two, three. Now, I know my listeners have already had this discussion since there's about three and a half of us, depending on if Billy actually listens or not. Um, <clears throat> but I like Shy. I think that guy is blossoming, especially under the tutelage of Chris Paul right now. I mean, I think that, I mean, don't count off the thunder here in a couple years, but I mean, that guy's got it. I think we saw a glimpse of it in the playoffs last year with the Clippers as a rookie. Saw some, saw, saw some things there. Um, and you've seen his 2020-10 triple-double. That's phenomenal for a young player, right? I think this guy, that guy's he, he's good, man. Uh, he's going to be fun to watch um, as a basketball fan, not necessarily as a Laker fan, but moving forward, see how his career continues to grow, his skill set blossoms, his maturity grows, see what he can really do. I think he's got something there. Um, next, I'm going Trey Young. I, I, man, you got to score to win. I know he's got issues with defense, but man, he's electrifying. I think on a lot of levels, he puts people in the seats, especially in Atlanta, the way that they have that, that team marketed, although they suck right now. Um, but I don't, I mean, essentially you're looking at a mini Steph Curry, literally, I, I, he's probably smaller than Steph. I don't know, maybe an inch or two, but they're almost identical to me, right? Not defensively. You're not going to get a whole bunch from them, but man, they can change the way that your team operates offensively. I think you, uh, 
I don't know. I think that's just, uh, I think that's too much to, to put him below Jaw. Um, I think Jaw has got an exciting future too. I mean, if you got either one of these three guys, you're probably pretty happy. Um, I mean, the only guy outside of this really young point guard, I mean, Ben Simmons is a little bit older, but you got Luca, you take Luca over all four of those guys. Um, but Jaws electrifying. I uh, got a good thing. I think he fits the personality in Memphis. Uh, not afraid to talk shit. Love that against Harden. I just, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be a bad NBA player. I just don't know that I would take him over a guy like Trey Young, who's proven it already, who's got a great skill set, um, and a guy like Shy, who's proven it on big stages in the playoffs, and is doing it right now. Um, so. Uh, that's what we got. Uh, quick, uh, another note here from our sponsor. Quick break. I uh, just want to thank uh, the SATs uh, out in Maryland. Uh, appreciate you putting up with um, Alec. Guys got so many shitty fantasy football team names. I don't even know what they are anymore. But uh, thanks for uh, keeping an eye on him. Fingers crossed he does well. All right, we're back. I mentioned his name a little bit earlier, Devin Booker. Among those same friends, we had another discussion. Um, Devin Booker or Brandon Ingram? Who are you taking? So let's look at a couple things here. Brandon Ingram, 22 years old, fourth year in the league. I mean, for... Not necessarily the greatest argument I'm going to start with here, but just hear me out. Scoring by year, 19, 16, 18, 25 this year. That's good. Devin Booker, 23 years old. Fifth year in the league. Uh, Scoring by year, 13, 22, 24, 26, 26. Um, Both guys haven't had success in the win column. I don't know that they've even been a part of a team above 500 for one year. I know the Suns have, and I don't think, I don't think, uh, yeah, Brandon Ingram hasn't either. I mean, so you're not necessarily looking at a guy who's led a team to win versus a guy who hasn't. Um, but extremely similar age-wise, right? But the difference here is consistency and a proven track record. Devin Booker, right? Uh, Brandon Ingram coming in this year had some uh, injury issues, some extreme bouts of inconsistency, and I think the argument for him being young is bullshit because Devin Booker's only a year older. Um, So that doesn't really make a difference. Now, are both of these guys guys who can win? Tough to say. Um, I think Devin Booker's been in a tough spot out in Phoenix, multiple coaches in multiple, I think he's on the third coach in his fifth year, kind of tough, Um, and I don't necessarily know that that team's any good, I, trust me, I like him a lot, but when Aaron Baines is your starting five man, kind of not necessarily a great thing, Um, you know, I don't know that that gives you the best chance to win on a consistent basis, or 
Kelly Oubre, who seems to not really know where his role is and jacking up a bunch of shots when he should be giving it to Booker. Um, and then you look at Ingram. I mean, obviously, Lakers were young, super young his first three years under Luke Walton. And now he's kind of grown into um, a really, really good ball player um, out in um, New Orleans. Now, the key factor there is what does that look like when Zion comes back, you got to think they're going to want to try and get him evolved um, a lot in what they do. Um, so it would be interesting to see how those two play with each other um, and how that affects one or the other. May not, may be great, may be terrible, who knows? Um, but I'm taking Booker 100% of the time. I think track record of being more consistent, healthier. Young, kid scored 71 in a game. I know they celebrated, they lost, who cares, but 71 is freaking phenomenal. Um, Devin Booker, hands down. I don't even think that's really an argument. But I will give Brandon Ingram props, and looks like he might be fulfilling some of that potential. But again, first year hasn't even gone all the way through yet. We'll see. Okay, uh, speaking of Zion. If you're in the front office and you're the Pelicans, what are you doing? Are you playing him this year or not? Reports are January 22nd coming back. Um, I'm going to have to side here with Jalen Rose. Sit him out the rest of the year. I saw a picture of him the other day. I don't know what it was recently. He was, first of all, he's falling asleep on the bench. Holy crap. And then... Uh, in a close game, too. Not like a blowout. It's a close game. Wake up. Uh, but, man, he still looks big. I don't know that you, if you're the front office and you're really concerned about what this this franchise looks like in the future, you're kind of giving up on this year as evidence of the, uh, the reports of a willingness to trade Drew Holiday. Um, you've kind of thrown in the towel, for lack of a better term. I don't know if they're trying to tank, but... I think if given an opportunity to trade him away for assets, they'll take that to build for the future. Um, but why risk it, man? Get that guy in shape. He needs to lose some LBs. Not calling that guy fat, but, man, like, that's just not sustainable the way he plays. Um, I think it would be wise to sit him. Get him on a diet. Get him doing something. Get him in better shape so that he can sustain those things and not get injured in a preseason of when he get injured in a summer league game, right? I just don't think that's being very smart with the assets you have. Um, don't with the Pelicans. They suck. Go Lakers. Uh, last bit here coming up on All-Star Weekend. A lot of All-Star voting taking place. A couple of interesting... Um, developments through all of this. Um, Alex Caruso, the Caruso baby, and Taco Fall are not leading vote getters, but they're up there. They're getting a significant amount of votes over guys who, based on stats and other things, are should be well above them, um, which got me thinking. Um, I mean, if we're being honest, as much as I love Caruso, he's not an uh, all-star. Taco Fall is fun to watch, but 
That guy gets in garbage time. Give me a break, right? So hear me out. I know they do a couple different things during All-Star Weekend, but this is this is a change that I would make. Um, and I don't know how feasible it is, by the way. Um, before I get to that, I do like uh, the thing that uh, Damian Lillard said, a one-on-one type of deal. That would be fun. Uh, I know they've done horse in the past. Maybe bring that back. I think that's a little bit more exciting than some of this other stuff. Skills competition's fun. Obviously, dunk contest, three-point contest, um, all good stuff. Um, the rookie sophomore game, what's it, like the World USA game, something like that. I think that's got to go. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I've never really watched it, to be honest. No desire. But this is what I was thinking, right? We got... Hundreds of thousands of people voting for Caruso and Taco Fall. What if we get a a fan vote? Like, not necessarily, not, I know the fans vote for All-Stars and all this, but like a, a fan favorite game going. And maybe you do like a little, you keep a little bit of that rookie-sophomore, get the best rookies and sophomores on one team, and then you get a team full of guys like Caruso, Taco Fall, other guys out there, uh, maybe a guy like Derek Jones, fun to watch play, you know, maybe we make it a little bit more fan involved, but also like a little bit like, Hey, that's my guy Colt here. I know Caruso is never going to be in an all-star game, but man, how fun would it to be to watch him to play in something like that? Have him get him, see him experience that all-star moment, you know, um, just an idea again. I don't know how feasible it is, how you could quantify that or like how do you like all right this guy qualifies in that tier but I think that would be more fun than a a USA world game or whatever it is now I I mean change that stuff up you gotta be a little bit creative uh anyways I'm back a little bit of slow slower episode I'm trying to bring a little more heat coming up um but yeah all right signing off from the peach basket Watch your peaches.